0: Entertaining and informative. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Frank Morano with your news, sports, business, traffic and weather. Here's everything you need to know. 77 WABC Early News presents the Top 5. The 96th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade steps off at 9 a.m. Thousands of spectators have already found the best viewing spots this morning. Millions of people are already on the road heading to their final destination for Thanksgiving Day dinner. Police are not sure why a worker at a Walmart in Virginia opened fire in the store killing six. A Staten Island grand jury has identified numerous instances of ballot harvesting fraud in a race for city council. And doctors are really worried about a so-called triple-demic after the long Thanksgiving weekend. The Macy's 96th annual parade steps off at 9 a.m., marching alongside its two-and-a-half-mile route from 77th Street and Central Park West, down 6th Avenue to Macy's Herald Square at 34th Street. Here's 77 WABC's Deborah Valentine reporting.
1: Parade producer Jordan Gabby told the 77 WABC Early News the parade is a year-long project in the making, ensuring there's something for everyone. From the cast of Sesame Workshop to, to Mariah Carey, from country music stars Jordan Davis and Cam to certainly everyone in between. There are five new floats this year. Baby Shark, Jeffrey's Dazzling Dance Party, People of First Light, Super Size Slumber, and The Wondership. I'm Deborah Valentine for 77 WABC News. NYPD
0: Commissioner Keechan Sewell says there are no credible threats against New York City ahead of the parade. She didn't say how many officers are being deployed.
1: We don't like to give specific numbers, but rest assured there will be officers that you see and officers that you will not see. We are here in the air. We are here in the crowds. We're here along the route. We're here to keep you safe.
0: NYPD Chief of Counterterrorism Martin Maderaso says all units are ready to go, including bomb squads, drone detection, blocker vehicles, and additional surveillance cameras that have been installed along the parade route. Roughly 3 million people are expected to line the route. Airports are crammed today as Thanksgiving travelers attempt to get out of town. Scott Keys of Scott's Cheap Flights has a warning. Don't expect that you can show up 45 minutes before your flight and breeze through security. Expect long lines and pretty crowded uh, uh,
1: airplanes and airports this Thanksgiving.
0: The TSA says the Tuesday and Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the Sunday after Thanksgiving are often the busiest travel days of the year. Millions of people are on the road and heading to their final destination ahead of Thanksgiving Day dinner. AAA predicting nearly 50 million will travel by car by the end of the holiday. And that includes Dallas, who's heading from New York to Georgia in her Ford Escape despite high gas prices. It's going to be like me and my husband and my mom. We're all going to ride together so we can split the gas money. Um, it, it will be more expensive for sure. Gas prices are a lot higher than they were this time last year, but much lower than they were over the summer. By the way, for any motorists from out of town that are listening to me right now and maybe traveling through the state of New Jersey, just a reminder, New Jersey is the only state in the country that does not allow you to pump your own gas. So don't try it. You will get in trouble. The average Thanksgiving meal is up 14% this year across America due to inflation. These folks are cutting back.
1: We're just not buying as much to have as so many leftovers. So we're not going to have as much on the table. Kids are kicking in this year. Usually they make mama do it, you know. But
0: Average cost for a classic Thanksgiving feast is a little over $53 for 10 people. According to a survey by the U.S. Farm Bureau, it's the most expensive dinner in the 37 years of the Bureau's Holiday Survey. Wells Fargo and other industry leaders reporting that because of the inflation at the grocery store, a lot of people are considering restaurants or takeout options for the first time. So we'll see where that goes. Whatever you're doing, hopefully you're getting to uh, spend some time with family and friends. The Salvation Army is making sure no one goes hungry this Thanksgiving. Major Marcus Jugenheimer says his team is prepared to serve about 1,000 people at the Temple Corps Community Center on West 14th Street. This
1: not only is a good Thanksgiving meal, but it might be their only meal for the day.
0: And so we recognize the importance of that to each and every individual. In addition to this meal, the Salvation Army has held 18 events over the past week, distributing turkey and all the fixins across Long Island, the Hudson Valley, and the five boroughs. The Salvation Army of New Jersey is also hosting three Thanksgiving meals throughout the day uh, today. And I think... Some even tomorrow. And if you don't have anything nice to say at the Thanksgiving dinner table, don't say anything at all. 77 WABC's Bob Brown explains.
1: Thanksgiving Day is a day to catch up with friends and family, but there are some topics which
0: would be better left off the table. COVID. Some people didn't believe in it. Some people did. Some people didn't
1: want to get vaccinated. Some people did. It just was a mess. They're like, well, it's who you voted for. It's your fault. There's definitely still some divisions in our family, and tensions are still so high on lots of levels, Trump being one of them.
0: According to a Quinnipiac. University poll, two-thirds of Americans are hoping to avoid politics at the Thanksgiving Day table. I'm Bob Brown for 77 WABC News. Uh, I am a believer that we should give thanks with meaningful discussions, including people that you disagree with. And I have posted on uh, my Facebook page at Facebook.com slash some tips that I think uh, will help you have meaningful disagreements with people that you're going to encounter today that you don't see eye to eye with politically. If you want to check out those tips, you can use them, not use them. Go to Facebook.com slash fan. The man accused of shooting and killing six people at a Walmart in Virginia had multiple magazines on him. It was also confirmed he had a handgun. Walmart confirmed he was a manager at the store. He was already dead by the time the police arrived at the scene Tuesday night. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin says heinous acts of violence have no place in America. This is a horrendous event. It's a horrendous, senseless act of violence. And today we have to come around families and support them. Youngkin says the community must come together. And a Staten Island grand jury identified numerous instances of ballot harvesting fraud in a race for city council last year, including a ballot submitted on behalf of a dead person and signature fraud involving dozens of other absentee ballots. The 38-page grand jury report calls for changes in state election law, including requiring a government-issued ID to vote. The report does not specify the race in question, and no criminal charges have been filed. The New York Post reporting that the investigation focuses on the campaign of Marco Kepi, who narrowly lost a GOP primary race to Mid-Island City Councilman David Michael Carr. Councilman Carr says the case is another example of why New York needs voter ID laws. He says the real victims are the hundreds of residents whose identities and votes were stolen. Carr says this will happen again until state lawmakers take election integrity seriously. And it's just the beginning of the four-day holiday, but doctors across the country are already worried about what may take place when it's over. NBC's Bree Jackson reports on the triple threat of RSV, COVID, and the flu, adding to the stresses of the holidays.
1: RSV cases are rising nationwide. Health officials report 78% of pediatric hospital beds are full.
0: Three-year-old Ella Rose Guillaume is heading home to Great Neck after spending six days at Cohen Children's Hospital with a serious case of RSV. Her mom, Anita, says Ella originally tested negative for COVID and RSV, but her symptoms worsened.
1: For her, it was refusing the fluids, super high fever, and just not wanting to drink even medicine.
0: Doctors say parents should know other warning signs include breathing really heavily or if they haven't had a wet diaper in 12 hours. In addition to RSV, COVID and the flu are surging and there are drug shortages of antivirals like amoxicillin and other key medications creating further complications. With millions choosing to go by plane, train or bus for the holidays, the risk of contracting an airborne virus Skyrockets. 77 WABC News Time is 540. Here's your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. A beautiful day for the parade and uh, you can expect a high of about 53 degrees today with some sun and clouds. Tonight and overnight, it'll be partly cloudy with a low of 39 degrees. For Black Friday, those of you that are out early shopping, you can expect A chance of showers in the afternoon should be pretty clear in the morning. In the afternoon, there'll be a high of 54 degrees as well. And Floridians and those in other hurricane-prone states may have reason to celebrate now that the end of the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season is near. Rick Hoshel reports.
1: November 30th marks the official close of the six-month season. The National Hurricane
0: Center says no tropical activity is expected for at least the next five days. The season produced 14 named storms, which included Hurricanes Ian and Nicole. At least 139 deaths in Florida are attributed to Ian, and five deaths are blamed on Nicole. I'm Rick Hochul. Police investigating the murders of four University of Idaho students in off campus housing are asking for additional tips to help identify a suspect. Moscow police Chief James Fry says any piece of information might help We collected a hundred and three pieces of individual evidence. We took approximately four thousand photographs
1: we've com- conducted multiple 3 d scans of the residents
0: and there have been over three uh, over one 150 interviews. Idaho Governor Brad Little has made up to $1 million available for the investigation. Major cities in China continue to impose COVID lockdowns on movement as cases of infections keep going up. In Hong Kong, reporter Patrick Fock says authorities reported over 28,000 new cases of infection nationwide, just shy of April's peak. In Shanghai, authorities have announced people must not enter malls and restaurants, among other places, within five days of arriving in the city. And in Beijing, all residents require a negative COVID test result taken within the previous 48 hours to enter all public spaces. A wave of infections is challenging adjustments to China's zero-COVID policy. It's renewed worries about the economic outlook for the world's second-largest economy. Patrick Falk, Hong Kong. Big-name Republicans continue to throw their weight behind Herschel Walker and his run for the Senate. 77 WABC's Frank Diaz has the latest out of Georgia. Ted Cruz of Texas has his back.
1: Why do the Democrats hate Herschel so much? Because he's a black man who's a conservative who has the courage to speak out.
0: Walker is denying claims that he paid women to get abortions after they allegedly became pregnant with his children. However, the second woman is out with new evidence. It includes two audio recordings that allegedly show Walker and the woman knew each other. She says in 1993, he drove her to a Texas clinic for the procedure. Walker is going up against Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock in the runoff election that's set for December 6th. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. Thank you, Frank. The Justice Department is seeking to question former Vice President Mike Pence as a witness in connection with its criminal investigation into former President Trump's efforts to stay in power after he lost the 2020 election. Mr. Pence, according to people familiar with his thinking, is open To considering the request, recognizing that the Justice Department's criminal investigation is different from the inquiry by the House January 6th committee, whose overtures he has flatly rejected. Complicating the situation is whether Mr. Trump would try to invoke executive privilege to stop him or limit his testimony, a step that he's taken with limited success so far with other Former officials. By the way, the uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed a special counsel, Jack Smith, to investigate both J- President Trump's role in the January 6th incident and uh, the Mar a Lago documents. Texas Governor Greg Abbott visited the Rio Grande Valley on Wednesday to say thank you to the Border Patrol and other Texas law enforcement members who are working along the border. Abbott says even more personnel will be called upon for. Operation Lone Star. This past year alone, we had about 2.5 million people across our border. That's almost the size of Houston. The the federal government estimates that it's going to increase two or three times that amount. So we have to step
1: up and do even more.
0: Operation Lone Star is Governor Abbott's signature campaign to curb illegal immigration by combining members of the Texas National Guard and Texas Department of Public Safety In various locations along the border. Abbott helped feed the personnel a special Thanksgiving meal that featured, among other things, tamales from a local restaurant. 77 WABC News Time 545. Let's check in with our own Mike Dodino and get a look at a very busy sports day, particularly on the gridiron.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. A day that we can all enjoy with loved ones, but an extra special day for us football fans out there because that means wall-to-wall NFL action. Let's start with your early game. The Bills go to Detroit to play the Lions. It will be the second consecutive Thanksgiving for the Bills as Buffalo looks to extend their 7-3 and record. Here's Coach Sean McDermott on what he's thankful for on Thanksgiving. Uh, thankful for my family and, uh, and my Bills family also. So, you know, as they say, my, my cup overfloweth. Is that how they say it? You know, I, I got everything uh, a man could ask for. I'm, I'm extremely grateful and blessed. Lions expecting a big crowd in this one It's being reported that 60,000 people will be at the game tomorrow, which would be the second biggest crowd in the history of Ford Field. Bills are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. According to FanDuel Sportsbooks, your game of the day, the New York football Giants go to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Both of these teams enter Thursday with identical records, but the Giants have the underdogs entering this game they will be without three starting offensive linemen they'll be without rookie wide receiver wandell robinson and they'll be without starting cornerback adory jackson here's daniel jones who spoke to reporters yesterday yeah i think it's a huge opportunity for us it's a divisional game against a rival and and uh on thanksgiving so huge game huge opportunity for us and you know we've got to go out and, and uh, play our best ball. Odds are stacked up against the G-Men in this one as they are now 10-point underdogs on FanDuel Sportsbook. To so your late game the Patriots go to Minnesota to play the Vikings Patriots fresh off their win of the season when they stunned the Jets on the last drive of the game As for the Vikings, they look to rebound after laying an egg last Sunday versus Cowboys. Get this Minnesota Vikings, the only 8-2 and team in NFL history to have a negative point differential Vikings are slight favorites in this one. For 77 WABC Sports, I'm Mike Dadino.
0: Thank you, Mike. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Best of luck to everybody who's following any of those games today. I'm hoping the Giants can win big over the Cowboys. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. A group of 15 states have filed a motion to keep in place a Trump-era health rule that has been used to expedite deportation. Todd Benzman with the Center for Immigration Studies says that when Title 42 falls next month, there will be a mad rush. We've blown past any prior record by a million, and it's just going to keep going like this for another two years. At the Mexican border with Texas, there are already... Huge crowds of asylum seekers. Most are from Venezuela, and they're waiting for Title 42 to end before they cross. The days may be numbered for the head of Homeland Security. The GOP is poised to take control of the House, and hardliners like Texas's uh, Chip Roy are on a mission to impeach Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas.
1: What more do we need to see than what I already put out in a report in October of 21 outlining all of the ways in which this secretary and this administration have failed the American people?
0: In a statement, the Department of Homeland Security said Mayorkas doesn't intend to resign. Last month, the Border Patrol recorded its highest ever number of migrant arrests on the southwestern border. Members of the European Parliament are labeling Russia as a state sponsor of terrorism. In Brussels, reporter Rosie Burchard says lawmakers also used the text of the legally non-binding resolution, to call on the European Union's executive to speed up work on a ninth package of sanctions against Moscow over its invasion of Ukraine.
1: The resolution accuses Moscow of committing deliberate attacks and atrocities against Ukrainian civilians, destroying civilian infrastructure, and breaching international law. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba thanked the European Parliament for what he called a clear stance – and argued that Moscow has a history of acts of terror against sovereign states. Russia denies its forces have committed atrocities in Ukraine during what it calls its special military operation and what the European Union calls a brutal war of aggression. Thank
0: you. The 21st annual National Dog Show will air today. Host host actor John O'Hurley most famous for playing Peterman, Jay Peterman on Seinfeld, says more than 1,500 dogs from 212 breeds will strut their stuff in the hopes of maybe getting a shot at Best in Show.
1: Really, this is a celebration of the rich history of breeding.
0: The Brocco Italiano is among three new breeds at the show. The National Dog Show airs on NBC right after the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The Iowa Turkey Federation is offering Thanksgiving cooking advice when the frozen bird is still not thawed and may need more time in the oven.
1: If it's still frozen or partially frozen, I would say you need to add probably um, another half hour to hour.
0: Greta Irwin is with the Iowa Turkey Federation. She reminds cooks that the meat thermometer in the thigh portion should reach 165 degrees. And while you may get the day off for Thanksgiving, doctors in the emergency room will be busy. They're gearing up for the annual rush of kitchen accidents and burns from deep-frying a turkey. That oil gets pretty hot, so think of that, you know, scalding liquid being poured on your skin. Dr. Ralph Ravello, who you just heard there, heads the ER at San Antonio's University Hospital. He says, thankfully, most of the Thanksgiving accidents they see involve minor cuts from carving that big bird. Such an an injury can be handled easily with just a few stitches. And Kanye West says he asked... Former President Donald Trump to be his 2024 presidential running mate during a meeting at the former president's Florida estate this week. The 45-year-old rapper who has returned to Twitter after he was banned over an anti-Semitic rant said he traveled to Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach to make the pitch. Here's a quote from Twitter. First time at Mar-a-Lago, rain and traffic. Can't believe I kept President Trump waiting and I had on jeans. Yikes. Yikes. That's what West tweeted Tuesday night. The hip-hop star, who now goes by Yee, has previously met with Trump in New York and in Washington, D.C., including at a lunch with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump, where he dropped an F-bomb in the Oval Office in October of twenty eighteen. Frank Moreno with your seventy seven WABC Early News, Newstime 551. We're going to check in with uh, John Katz and Matides in just a little bit, get a preview of what you can expect for the next four hours, as John, our owner, will be sitting in along with Dominic Carter uh for Sid Rosenberg, who has a well deserved day off. Sid will be back tomorrow. By the way, uh Curtis Slewa We'll be sitting in for Brian Kilmeade from 10 to 12, and then he'll be doing his own show from 12 to 1. We got an action packed day here at WABC. And if you've ever, uh, using, if you want to use the opportunity to catch up on some podcasts, you could certainly, certainly do so at WABCradio.com. All right. The NYPD is searching for dozens of ATV riders wanted in a violent road rage attack in East Harlem that killed a man. William Steele says his friend Arthur Cook died from his injuries. You know,
1: he's a a respected member of his community, he's loved deeply, he's a father, he's a brother.
0: Cook was attacked around 2 a.m. on November 4th when he got out of his car. After a side mirror was struck by someone on one of the ATVs, Cook died two weeks later in the hospital. And so far, no arrests have been made. Police are looking for a man in Brooklyn who was caught on surveillance video beating a 12-year-old with a crutch. Oof. It happened last Thursday at Prospect Park South at the corner of St. Paul's Place and St. Paul's Court. The child was heading to a train station. When he got attacked, he was treated for minor head injuries. And if that weren't enough, a bomb threat on a JetBlue flight to Newark, New Jersey, ended with a bomb squad meeting the plane Wednesday afternoon. The flight taxied to a remote location after it landed at Newark, Newark. And the person was taken into custody. Around 100 people on board were cleared after landing. No one was hurt. Aside from shutting down a massive sector of the global economy ahead of the holidays... A looming national rail strike could end up being a much more visceral experience for New Yorkers. A tentative deal brokered by the Biden administration fell through on Monday with one of the freight rail industry's biggest unions narrowly voting down the labor agreement and sending everyone back to the drawing board. The strike could cost the U.S. economy $2 billion, according to The New York Times, each and every day. But... In what uh, really stinks, a strike could be particularly crappy for the 8.5 million people living in New York City. Literally. Across the city's five boroughs, the bulk of the 2.4 million pounds of human waste produced daily ends up on a freight train going to a landfill. With the rail strike arriving as soon as December 5th, residents of the Big Apple may be in for an entirely undesired gift that keeps on giving stalled freight containers filled with biosolids, biosolids. Uh, that's the dehydrated and treated version of what is still very much just poop. 77 WABC News Time 555 uh, our owner John Catzimattini is joining us in just a couple of minutes to shepherd us through the next 4 hours don't know a lot of other radio station owners that are working on Thanksgiving I'll tell you that here's your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center it is going to be a beautiful day for the parade or the family get together sun and clouds with a high of 53 Personally, I'm hoping that uh, it's warm enough for cigar weather. We'll see. Tonight and overnight, it'll be partly cloudy with a low of 39. Tomorrow, there'll be some rain for those early morning bargain hunters. There's also a chance of showers in the afternoon with a high of 50. Four degrees. If you ever, if you missed the top five at five and any of the other news that we have covered this hour, be sure to check it out on our website at WABCRadio.com. The WABC Early News.